Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. But I'm going to go right on into today's topic. The title for today is Leading Followers Are Serving Leaders. Leading Followers Are Serving Leaders. I want to read a scripture. It's going to be paraphrased. It's going to be Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 13 of the English Standard Version, and it is shortened, okay? It's paraphrased. Um, But the scripture is coming from Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 13, and I'm reading the English Standard Version that's paraphrased. It says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching. All right? So our backdrop, our topic is leading followers or serving leaders. So in this scripture, the reason I chose this as the highlight as I go into today's discussion is because... This isn't about your examination of the people as much as it is as a leader, you examining how you see your people. Did I say that right? I know it was a little tongue twister. So this is about you, the leader, and how you see those who are being drawn to you. How do you see them? And not how do you see them in your words. Because you probably are a well-polished leader who says all of the right things about people, right? I'm one of those myself. But how do we really see them? And that is in our actions. How do we behave with the people who are drawn to us? How do we engage and interact with those people? That is what this scripture said to me. Because in its opening, it says that we're not to think of ourselves more highly Than we ought. And there is that tendency, right? Because we have certain levels of expertise, certain levels of experience, certain levels of exposure, certain environments, all of these things that cause us to be so different or perceive ourselves as so different than others. That we can oftentimes become high minded in our actions when it comes to people who are drawn to us. Leaders in the term leadership is so, you know, they, they're, they're so common, but they are vital, right? They're very important. And there's lots of different levels and tiers and things of leaders and types of leaders and leadership itself. Leadership is about your character, right? Oftentimes, leader is about a position or where you fit or some place that you've been placed in or some role or somewhere that people who are drawn to you have placed you in their lives, right? Maybe 
Um, it could also be whether you work for an organization or if you're in a community, right, because leaders that are operating in organizations operate differently from leaders that are in communities, right? And when I say communities, I don't just necessarily mean uh, locale communities either, right? I just mean this community of people that has self-generated itself into a community versus some structured organization, okay? And as entrepreneurs, people who have this spirit to go out and undertake tasks, they generate and create community wherever they go, right? Because as humans, it's humans, right? I'm not subjecting, subjecting us to one form of, you know, race or anything when I say this, but I'm talking about humans as a whole. We are created for community. We thrive and function in that sense. And so oftentimes when we differ between community and organizational leadership, the term of followers and leaders can get kind of murky, right? Y'all stay with me. So we, by positional leaders, we focus on how many followers we have, how many people are following us. There are lots of things that are written that says you can't be a leader if you don't have followers. You, you're not a leader if somebody's not following you, right? But there's other sides to that in relational leadership that says, well, they build other leaders. They relate to people on a relationship level. They're more concerned with the development of the individual, right, and their character and their characteristic. So when I come up with the title today about leading followers and serving leaders and how we see the people who are drawn to us, I want us to keep a context in mind of where did our leadership develop? Is it formed out of community or was it something that we learned because of organizational blueprints? Because I believe that impacts how we see people, right? If we're more focused on the organization and the mission and the task at hand, we oftentimes build our strengths because we are able to influence people to follow our methods. We are able to get people to do the thing the way we did it so that they can follow the mission and goal that we have. But when you're a community-based that is, is, is in your leadership is a form of community, right, that you're an independent thinker and you rely on other independent thinkers to partner with you, you are now relying on other leaders who have different missions. And now you guys have to find a commonality in those missions. And they each have to have what I believe we all have as humans is free will of choice to decide what works and what doesn't work. And as you move from the leader who depends on followers into the leader who serves other leaders, you've got to examine how you see people. See, because see, leaders require you to see them as people with foresight and responsibility and ownership of their own. But followers don't require that. They don't require uh, uh, foresight or concept, conceptualization of their own or any awareness of the task outside of the instructions that you've given them, right? They, they don't go beyond what you tell them. But when you talk about leading or serving leaders, 
you've got to understand they, they're, they're going to get their own concept. They're going to get their own idea, their own awareness of the task or the thing that they're being asked to do, and they're going to take an initiative. They're going to move beyond what you gave them. And, you know, we always make sure we stay with Scripture, so I want you all to follow me. I want you all to visit Matthew chapter 25. Verses 19 through 29, and I'm going to skip around in it, but I want you to see what happens here. This is a picture, I believe, of what followers or leaders look like. And we start at verse 19. It says, but I, in chapter 25, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm in Philippians. I moved too fast. Hold on. All right, so here we are. It says, now after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came and brought him five more, saying, Master, you entrusted me to five talents. See, here I have gained five talents more. The master said to him, Well done, you upright, honorable, and admirable, and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of much. Skip down to verse 22. It says, And he also and he also who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. Here I have gained two talents more. And his master said to him, Well done, you upright and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. He who had received one talent also came forward, saying, Master, here it is, I knew you to be a harsh and hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you had not winnowed the grain. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is your own. But his master answered him, You wicked and lazy and idle servant. Did you indeed know that I reap where I have not sown and gathered grain where I have not winnowed? Then you should have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming, I would have received what was my own with interest. Now, you look here and keep in mind when we talk about followers and leaders. When you see this picture, the one with the one talent, he was a follower. He followed the master to a T. He knew all about the master's behavior. He knew that the master was one that was a hard and harsh man. He says it, right? And he noticed he's the only one out of the three that talks about what he knew about the master. I knew that you to be harsh and hard, reaping where you did not sow and gathering. And followers become stagnated because without instruction, without the foresight of the person they're following, they cannot think beyond themselves. They can only do what you have instructed or tasked them to do because he, out of fear and with the lack of foresight and initiative, decided the only option was just to bury what he had, not even to gain the interest. He lacked the initiative, initiative to even do the safe risk, which was to put it in the bank. Now think about that. As a leader, when you see the people who are drawn to you, are you equipping them and empowering them to just be your followers, to lack the initiative and foresight to make a decision unless you're there? Or are you serving the leaders, 
serving the leadership in them, empowering them and equipping them to take initiative, to have foresight and think beyond what the mission is in order so that they can take ownership of the mission as well as the task so that they can them themselves come back to you and say, Master, here, how well I've done. You've given me five and I've got five more, right? Which will make you prouder? Will it make you prouder to just say that people said, I did exactly what I knew you would want me to do, or the fact that they came and went beyond you? Are you the leader that are, that is building people up to move past you, to leave a legacy beyond what you've been able to instill in them so that they can develop the leadership necessary so that they can go out and serve more leaders, right? So now today, I leave you with the question, are you leading followers or are you serving leaders? As you serve leaders, you provide them with resources, tools, and all of the things necessary for them to create their own blueprint. You don't impart upon them your blueprint. You help them build their own because the house that they build should be bigger than the one you've built. So that's today's wisdom. I hope it challenges you. I actually hope it causes you to think and reevaluate how you see the people that have been drawn to you and how you engage with them because as you travel your journey, you mature and you develop more because you begin to become aware that you want to serve leaders and not just lead followers. All right, you guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.